We're joined now in the broadcast booth by the head coach of the BYU Cougars, Kalani Satake, as his team falls to the Minutemen by a score of 16-10. to 10. And Coach Whipple said it a moment ago, Kalani, big difference from 51-9 last year to what happened here today. Uh, they were an improved team and, and played a good game. Yeah, and, and um, you know, I, I thought the quarterback, uh, you know, he, he didn't uh, turn the ball over. And, and I think last year we got some, you know, pick six and some other things that happened for us on defense. But Block punt and two. Yeah, yeah and so, recovery. Um, yeah, just didn't score enough points. I mean, from scoring that many last year to now, it's just disappointing. It's been uh, kind of the, the uh, you know, the, basically the what's what's been going on all season long, you know. So yeah. uh, very disappointing. And, and you guys heard me in the press conference, I'm sure. So, uh, yeah, I'm just a little angry and mad right now. <laughs> Well, as as often happens, uh, you look for the defining number in a game, and tonight it was turnovers, uh, mm-hmm. minus four, four giveaways, no takeaways. That was kind of it for, for BYU tonight. Yeah, hard to win games like that, and hard to win when you're not scoring. And I thought the defense played uh, pretty good. You know, we other than not, not uh, forcing turnovers, we, we had opportunities. I mean, we had chances to get some turnovers. Yeah. But, Isn't that something, know. though? The ball just bounced to their guy, you know, on the, the kick, on the – that the muff pass that uh, the guy is going to lose the football and it lands right in his belly and your tip ball interception things were just falling their way yeah and that and that's it's been yeah, yeah i mean i know that's what you, you're you create your own luck you know but um even with all those things that didn't go our way i thought defense did pretty good and and considering all the short fields that they had to defend and and um I said it earlier that if you told me 16 points, I would have taken it, you know. So yeah. um, 16, they, they did enough for us to win. We just uh, we failed, and it was all on the offensive side. It is kind of interesting that uh, on short fields, the defense stands tough. And when they have long fields, somehow they end up giving up those drives. Yeah, and, and I, I think we were bending a little bit too much, you know. And, and um, But you have to give them a little bit of credit. They made some good throws yeah. and made some ran some good routes. and. Uh, even on the the sluggo, it was a nice route, and and they just made a play. But um, you know, for the for the entire game, I think that defensively things get a little bit harder when you're when you're not scoring on offense, and when you're you have to protect uh, you know protect the game a little bit more. You know, so you can't take a lot of chances, and uh, because that, that what happens with that something either it's either you make a big play or you give a big play up, and when the, when our, our scoreboard was zero and three for so long, um, I understand where they're why they're being a little bit conservative and and um, not taking as many chances. But I, they did enough for us uh, as a team where I would have been happy with with their performance, yeah. even with the lack of turnovers and lack of big plays. I thought they did enough for us to win. And uh, you know, our, our biggest issues have been on the other side of the ball. It's right. been it's been that way all season long right now. You threw it 22 times in Vegas last week, 45 times today. Was it a game plan function or a game flow function with playing from behind for much of the game? Yeah, and I don't, I don't think we were playing that far behind. No, it was yeah, a game for yeah, a lot of it. I mean, you're just, down not too many. Yeah, three and, and ten, and, and uh, we, we threw the ball way too much. You know, I, I think that they were pressuring us quite a bit, and and um, you know, if we're gonna, they're going to pressure us as much as they did, then we need to make them pay, and that's do it through the air. But there's also a way to do it on the ground too. You know, and um, being really critical of the offensive side right now because uh, just you can't win games with the, with the low output that we're putting right now. And I'm just being honest right now about uh, as I assess everything and you, with the scoring output that we're putting, it's just not not going to work. You know, so we need to find ways to score more points. Um, and if that means to run the ball more, then fine. Yeah. You know, I don't really care as long as we score. 
Um, and and Joe wasn't very uh, accurate today, and with the turnovers and with the, uh, I think it was 45 times. We last week we threw 22, and so I said it before. Maybe we threw too much. I don't know, but I just want to score points, you know. And, and um, that's uh, that's something that that has been lacking, and that's just not this game. Well, to add to that challenge, uh, the third down conversions again uh, weren't so good, but the, it's even worse than that because the was, average was third and ten in today's game. You had third and longs way too many times, so it's, it was happening on all the downs. It's not just third down conversions. Yeah, and that's um, you know that, that's uh, some issues that we have to fix, and uh, it's, it's very disappointing that it's taken so long to address it and that we haven't seen much improvement there, you know. We didn't get to see Kyrus Tonga play a full game today. It seemed like he left pretty early. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, I, I think he, we had to protect him from himself. I think he was willing to go, and but it, there was a lot of, he was banged up, you know, and, and I think that if it was his choice, he would have done that. But, the, um, you know, we, we listened to our trainers and our doctors, and it was, just would have been safer for him if we just kept him out. And he tried to go, but it wasn't, it wasn't going to work. So I'm not sure if he's going to be even ready to go next week. That's kind of been the theme of the season, though. Uh, important players for you, not able to go all the way. Yeah, but I, I appreciate the guys that came in. I thought Kesney, uh, Tausinga did a good job up front, and you know, and Metti did a good job too. And then I, uh, we used, um, uh, you know, we used Trajan Peely at D tackle a little bit, and, and uh, he was able to hang in there. So uh, those guys, I mean, we're, we're down in numbers, but uh, you know, we just have to. <laughs> that's just what it comes down to. The young guys have to step up. Taki Taki made some good plays off the edge. Uh, got a couple holding penalties again because of his uh, quickness off the ball. And Kafusi got a sack or two. And so, yeah, the, there was a little bit of pressure going on their quarterback. But uh, he did really uh, – he started a little bit high and tight, I thought. But uh, they got it under control a little bit quicker. Yeah, and he, he's an accurate quarterback. But, yeah. you know, I thought we tried to do as much pressure as we can with a four-man front. And we pressured a little bit here and there. And – um, but you know, Sione played his one of his more more disciplined games this week, and um, you know we just we um, we didn't do enough to win the games. And I said that defensively, though, I was pleased with a lot of the stuff. There's obviously some things that they can improve on. I almost say that every week, sure. you know. But there there was a definite reason why we didn't win this game, and and yeah, it, it wasn't on the fault on that on that that side. Defense allows. 299 yards. If you allow under 300, the defense has done a, a good job at 4.4 yards per play. Not a big number that way either. Uh, fourth down conversions by UMass, 4 of 15. Again, not a real big number there either. Uh, the lack of takeaways ended up being a factor as BYU was minus 4 in the margin. But generally speaking, defense did what you'd say is enough to win most games today. Uh, offensively, it was interesting. Uh, last year against UMass, you had your Satake era high. You sacked their quarterback five times. You never had more than five sacks in a game. Today, they sacked you seven times. You've never allowed more than seven sacks in a game. But it was atypical, Kalani, because you came into this week fourth nationally in tackles for loss allowed. The O-line and backs have been doing a good job. Quarterbacks, too, have not having a lot of lost yardage plays. Today, they got to you seven times for 46 yards on sacks. Yeah, and, and, and um, a lot of that is either, well, you know, whether um – Joe hung in the pocket too long or, or scrambled too early, you know, or didn't didn't step up or uh, there's a breakdown in, in protection or we shouldn't have been throwing the freaking ball, you know. So um, there's there's a, there's enough issues to go around there. And, um, you know, whatever it is, it, we have one, one game to, to, to get it better. 
We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, closing comments from Kalani. Final score, UMass 16 and BYU 10 here in Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so welcome back to Lavelle Edwards Stadium here in Provo. Greg Grubel, Mark Lyons upstairs. Nate Mickle making his way up from downstairs. 51,000 and change. 51,355 on hand. For Senior Day 2017, uh, BYU hadn't lost a Senior Day in a long time. 2005 was the last time BYU lost its home finale. It happened today as UMass wins it by a score of 16-10. to 10. BYU had a nice long November run going. They'd won 20 consecutive November home games until today as UMass heads back home with the victory. BYU on to Hawaii now and coach Kalani Satake with us for another moment or two and you said before the break one more game uh, to get it right and that's what it comes down to with you and uh, UH this time yeah and I think they're they're having a disappointing season season two so you know um, they're three and eight they lost at Utah State today 38 nothing oh wow yeah so um yeah we'll, we'll both be scrambling and and uh trying to find a way to end the year in a win and there's just a lot of the, that goes into this last week I, I mentioned earlier that we we don't have a lot of uh, because of the bowl prep and lack of being to, being able to go to a bowl game, we lose a lot of practice time for the young kids, and so uh, we'll have to try to get a lot accomplished in this next week. You know, we tried to get a lot last week, but um, there, there's a there's a lot going into this last week in preparation. It's for the future, and it's also for the seniors going out. A couple of bright spots that I just wanted to mention their names. Uh, Johnny Linehan did a nice job of kicking the football today. And uh, Michael Shelton did a nice job returning it. Every punt return I think he had today was double-digit yards for, for Shelton. He was good. Yeah, and, and, you know, he gave us a short field and had yeah. a really good return, you know. And um, I thought special teams did some good things, you know. We, we kicked a field goal. And, um, yeah, it's just, uh, uh, you know, that phase, we, we, we did some good things on, on punting the ball. I think Johnny uh, was – I think he punted the ball pretty well. Yeah, he did. 52 um, is as long. And, but yeah. he, he kept him from returning, you know, how he holds the ball and yeah. still hit it deep enough that uh, they had to fair catch. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I was pleased with the special teams and, and, and pleased with the defense. And then there's just one phase that didn't, didn't come through and didn't win us the game. Uh, we mentioned turnovers earlier. Uh, last week you benefited from no giveaways, and this week it bit you with uh, with four giveaways. It was the second start for Joe Critchlow. You've talked a bit about the things that were done and not done, but uh, do, do you think you've got a guy that will be able to get into the offseason and get you into spring with an inside track to leading your team next year? Do you see enough that way, or is it too soon to tell? Um, still too soon. I mean, we, we, have, we have to have a quarterback that's ready to go you know, next season, and um, whether it's Joe or whoever's going to show up and who's going to do better for us. And we have a spring and an off season to get them ready. And, um, you know, just uh, we need the quarterback position to be ready. It needs to be deep. And if we just sink more scholarships into that position, then we'll do it, you know. But um, the injuries have hurt us, and, and uh, but that shows us that we need to work on our depth, and that's all over. Quarterback's one of the positions, but at every position we need to be better and pro- progress better and develop our guys faster. Uh, we talked. You talked a little bit, I think, uh, earlier. But uh, you have the seniors that are leaving today. Eighteen seniors, and it's a pretty uh, emotional kind of situation for you. The, I like the end of the game where you had the walk up to the team. That was something new, I think, and it was a good uh, good way to celebrate their efforts. Yeah, we, we. I mean, we did that last year. You know, with with them walking the field again too. But it's just obviously last year is way different than this year's uh, senior day. You know, and and. Um, just one of those guys that they they won that last moment to walk off that field together and and in their pads and 
Um, you know, they'll they'll remember. I mean, they'll they have great memories here. Just today wasn't one of them. You know, but they'll they'll be thankful for the time that they ha- had here BYU and look back on it and the friends and and the family that they've made from being here. Uh, I, I speak from ex- experience. You know that um, you'll remember those moments. Uh, you just I said it, just something about this place, and every time I pass the stadium or look at it, it just gives me that the chills just give me that great feeling and they'll have that now but you know but uh hopefully we we can get these this thing turned around and, and make sure our seniors next year don't have that same kind of uh, ending there are a lot of really good football teams around the country that still struggle to fill their stadiums on a week-to-week basis you see a lot of empty seats from ranked teams to sometimes and here's byu it's a rough season uh, they fall to three and, and, and nine today, but 51,000 plus on hand. Uh, it, during a rough year, uh, there are still a lot of people who have your back and have these guys back at the end of the year. No, we have the best fans. And, and um, yeah, <laughs> winning for the seniors was one thing, but also winning for the fans, it's it's that's always on our mind. And uh, there's a lot of gratitude to, because of our fans, and that's why we have a lot of recruits that come here, and we, that's why we have a lot of guys that are still uh, committed because there's a lot of tradition there, and and that much of it has to do with the fans because of how special they make this place, and the fact that we have that many fans show up, and this has been a down year. You know, this is not what what the BYU fans are used to, and uh, we we definitely want to get this thing turned around. But we've seen it at home, and very thankful for the fans that are here at home, and we had great fans that are on the road too. So. Overall, whether you're here in Provo or, or you know, out of state, um, just love you guys, and, and uh, we'll get this thing to we'll get this thing better. Finally, we're done here for the year in Provo. We have one game to go, and it's off to the islands for you guys to finish it off with a traditional rival, UH, in Honolulu next Saturday night. Just a bit about maybe your schedule for the week, uh, how you plan to practice, and when you travel, and, and the setup for this game, and, and what you hope to get out of it, knowing that neither BYU nor Hawaii will play in the postseason, and what this game might mean to both teams. Yeah, I mean, it's just another another game for us to be together as a family and uh, the, the show for our fans, and so... Um, Although we're disappointed in the season, um, there's just this is another opportunity and for us to get over the adversity and get over the uh, the losing feeling, you know. So um, there's nothing we can do about the season and about the past uh, other than try to win this next one. And, and uh, it could take away a little bit of the sting, but um, and then just be grateful for what you have. Um, that's that's the point. But um, yeah, we're we're in a low low po- po- point right now and, and uh, looking forward to getting it fixed. When do you head over? Uh, I believe we head over on Wednesday to get used to the time difference. Usually we play two-hour time difference. We'll go two days before, and this one being three days different, you know, we'll, we'll be out there. We'll get there, I think, Wednesday evening and, and um, you know, spend Thanksgiving there with, with our fa- with our team and our family and, and try to get this win. Where do, you, where do you plan to practice over there? Do you have a place set up already? Do you know? um, I think we're practicing it at a high school out there uh, near Honolulu and, and – um, yeah, we'll have a couple practices out there, and um, yeah, yeah, just it'll be warmer weather. But I mean, we we have work to accomplish. I've heard quite a few a few of your players say this year, coach, that they're just uh, blessed to be able to play the game. You know, that's the comment you were just making, and uh, uh, Mike Singletary said, and I quoted him at the start that uh, the, his favorite thing about it is that I get to play in this game, and so uh, I do know that uh, the feeling that you had following the UNLV game is going to be the feeling that you're going to have following that Hawaii game, and it's a lot easier to get through the rest of the weeks, isn't it? Well, what makes it easier is that we have a great family here. Uh, I'm talking about the fans included, you know. We have something special here at BYU, and 
and we get to um, I get the benefit from it as a head coach, and our players definitely love it. And and whether we're winning or losing, I promise you that they're thankful for for the opportunity they have to represent BYU and their families, and uh, they love their connection with the fans. So uh, I have great young men on this team, and and, and uh, they're great people, and. I'm, th- I'm really thankful to be their coach, and then I know that uh, they're excited for one more game, and uh, you know, we just let's make the most of it. Well, we've had uh, two seasons of uh, post-game conversations with you in this booth, more winning conversations than losing, and we hope that continues to be our pattern moving forward. And it's been a pleasure to to spend this time with you after games. Again, sometimes happier than others, but uh, you're always great to share your thoughts with us and Cougar Nation, and we enjoy the time with you, and and we will look forward to hearing from you uh, next week in Honolulu. Thank you, guys. Love you, guys. Thank you. That's Kalani Sitake.